everyone, and we are live. Welcome back to Strictly Casual. This is episode 6 for March 13th, 2020. March 13th, baby. So we skipped a week. We did. 14 days. It's been 14 days. There's a lot of news. <laughs> a lot of news. A lot of good stuff happening. A lot of not-so-great stuff happening. It's very juicy all around. It's, Even if some of those juices aren't the best. That's right. It's just a lot going on. It's a lot of depressing stuff as well, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But we got to do it. We have to. We have to give the people what they want, exactly. what they need. The truth. So, James, you've had 14 days. Oh, yes, I have. What have you been playing? Okay, so last week, I did not have a ton of access sure. to games since I left my PS4 here when mm-hmm. I went home for spring break. But at home, I play a lot of Hotline Miami. Oh. And I love Hotline Miami. Where'd you play that on? Just on my PC. Sweet. Back home. It was okay. great. Good time. Uh-huh. Um, I've been thinking so much about getting back into Red Dead. Oh, yeah. And I just, I can't because I feel like I, well, now I will be able to. Mm-hmm. But um, earlier is just like, I need at least an hour oh, yeah. of free time to really get invested yeah. into Red Dead that I haven't been able to just pay mm-hmm. respect to the right. game um, in a while. But that being said, mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of Battlefront. Oh, you yeah. and I have both been playing a lot of Battlefront. Oh, yeah, we have. Been playing a lot of COD. Mm-hmm. Which um, we can talk about a lot later on. Which we can on. talk about a lot later on. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I tried to boot up Doom. That was that was my Doom, was trying to boot <laughs> okay, up Doom. Okay, explain, explain what happened with okay, Doom. So, Doom, for some reason... Doom 2016. Doom 2016. Every time I try and boot it up, I have it on the PlayStation 4. It's a disc copy. Every time I install it and I try and boot it up and I try and play it, it gives me that same message every time of when I go to the single player screen to uh-huh. like jump right back into where I left off. It says, yeah. oh, like you need to finish installation, like mm-hmm. come back later or something like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, weird. So I just kind of let it sit for maybe 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I came back and it still said the same thing. So I right. looked it up, did some searches on Reddit, and they said, oh, just it reinstall it. So I deleted yeah. it, reinstalled it, mm-hmm. and I left it for an even longer period of time before I even booted up the game. Uh-huh. Still gave me the same message of yeah. needing to wait for the game to finish installing. Right. And that was the bane of my existence. It's and that's be when I said, F you, Doom. Some I'm... sort of like external storage saving and all that kind yeah, of Yeah, probably. You'll figure it out. But I'm just going to jump right into Doom Eternal. That's right. You don't even have to play Doom again. Come on, baby. No problem. Yeah. Okay. So, Battlefront. Battlefront. Which has been... Updated. Amazing. Yes. Last last time I had only played, like, a match before we did the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time I played it, like, I don't know, I probably put five, six hours-ish, probably played. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. It's, like, more fun yeah. than I've, like, ever thought I would have with... Battlefront 2, the biggest meme game of, like, I don't know, whatever last it came out. three years, four yeah. years. it was a joke for a yeah. while. But it's great. You can pick it up for, like, 12 bucks on the PlayStation Store right now, mm-hmm. and that's with, like, a bunch of skins and stuff. Highly recommend it. I don't know why you haven't done that, then. No, the skin upgrade, the celebration pack, uh-huh. is $40. Oh. And ain't nobody got the money for that, or the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend that much more time in it, I don't think. Okay. Because I have a lot of other games I want to play. Mm, fake fan. I guess so. But it's great. Oh my god, Finn. What? what? We almost forgot. What? I almost forgot. Pokemon. 
Oh my gosh, me and James have been grinding Pokemon. We've been grinding Pokemon. We both have Pokemon Sword. Yeah. And, oh my god. Yeah. Finally back in, because I played it right when it came out. And then there was like a couple months where I didn't touch it. And it's mm-hmm. not because I didn't want to play it. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't know, out of my mind, yeah. right? But we're back in. We're back in. Full force. Full force. Bigger than ever. Did two gyms in the last couple days. Yeah, you did. Just trying to level up that those Pokemon, get that Pokedex full. Mm-hmm. Exploring that Galar region. Galar. That Galar region. <laughs> Just grinding away. Just grinding away. Yeah. It's great. It's, it is so much fun. It's so much fun. It's a little too much fun. To the point where in the yeah. shower today, I was thinking, like, if my kids ever get a Pokemon game, I, like, debate with myself. Should right. I let my kids buy a Pokemon game? Because I feel like this is just going to pull them in. I'm never going to be able to take away take them away from this because I'm that was already, like, like with Minecraft. <laughs> I think that was every 12-year-old when yeah. Minecraft came out. Good thing you don't have to worry about kids for a while, right, James? Oh, hopefully. <laughs> I'm praying. Oh, God. Unless there's something oh, I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so there's one more thing you and I have both played. Sure. Besides Warzone, we'll get to that. Sure. We played the Final Fantasy VII demo. Oh my god, I forgot about it. I completely forgot about it. So that dropped almost out of nowhere, I'd say. Yes. I think, I don't really know like who announced it, but it was one morning it was on the PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the opening mission of the game. Mm-hmm. And holy crap, dude. Okay, you didn't play Final Fantasy XV. Fifteen? No. Okay, so for those of you who did play Final Fantasy fifteen, is that the one with the car and you can drive around yes. and stuff? Okay, well, you were gone in South Africa and your PlayStation was here. I downloaded it and I played like the beginning. Oh, okay. and I liked it. Oh, you liked it? Yeah. I liked so it the a lot. combat I've heard is or is it is similar to Final Fantasy fifteen, but they take kind of the best parts of the combat and um, implement it, but the parts that are not mm-hmm. as polished or as fluid. They took out, yeah. Which I think the I think the combat feels great. I think they do the spells and the extra like abilities and stuff like in that 15 really or seven. well in seven. Okay, because when you go to like select it through the menu, time slows down. Right. So you have time very to cool. like think it out and be like, oh no, this is what I want to use, or I want to switch over to the other character and mm-hmm. use their ability or spell. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to maneuver and manage all your uh people in your party so i found that really interesting i was like this combat system when you watch it like a gameplay of it it looks convoluted it Mm -hmm. looks like maybe bad execution Mm -hmm. i don't know but when you play it it feels good you like start to like master your cloud you know and then you like can switch to barrett in the demo Mm -hmm. um uh, and they both have different attacks cloud is like very close range where it has like a long range kind of mm-hmm. gun dealio. And then Cloud has kind of like a stance that he goes into. I forgot what it's called, but like basically he goes into an offensive stance. Oh, so yeah, where he can't right. block projectile attacks. Mm-hmm. But if he blocks a melee attack, it almost does like a parry sort of thing. Yeah. And then like it's kind of vaguely reminiscent of Sakairo where enemies have a posture meter. Mm-hmm. So if you basically wail on him, a lot they can like break their posture and basically like they're stunned and they're susceptible to damage yeah. for like a good couple seconds mm-hmm. and then that's when you like really kind of just unleash all your um like you do like a limit move for cloud yeah or you but that's like that's like the end of the combat system right, right? that's the end of the that's combat your end system. all mm-hmm. um but for uh the back and forth combat 
um, it's like it's a lot to take in at mm-hmm. first, but it came naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say still by the end of the demo, I was like not struggling, but it still took me a sec to like figure out what I was doing. Right. But if I was playing the full game, I would assume like it would become pretty like second nature. You know. I think it would be easy to learn, difficult to master. Yeah, but that's a good thing. That's what you. I want think your that's game. absolutely a good thing. You want your game to be yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. So. Definitely check it out if you haven't checked out uh, the demo. It's, it's free. free. Yeah. Download it's like seven or eight gigs, I think, something yeah. like that. But it's totally worth your time. And yep. it's like fairly long for a demo. I think it was like forty five minutes. I think yeah, forty five minutes. And it's yeah. all like all those forty five minutes are pretty packed in. Yeah. And the with... cinematics are ridiculously it looks beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, it looks so good. The voice acting's great, the characters yep. are great. Mm-hmm. Um did you play the original Final Fantasy Seven? I did not, but I I have watched um like the gameplay of mm-hmm. the PS1 Final Fantasy VII okay. uh, before I played the remake, and it made me okay. appreciate the remake cool. even more, which cool. is awesome. Well, I never did that. Okay. I just jumped straight in because I... <laughs> well, okay, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, if I want to experience this, I want to play it myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch someone else play a game that like I really want to jump in for myself. And so this way just feels a lot more accessible to me. Right. So. Awesome. And that's it's doing great so far. Yeah. I... It definitely went from a game where I was like, oh, I probably won't pick this up mm-hmm. to like, okay, yeah, I'll pick this up on launch really? probably. Yeah, Okay, absolutely. does it bother you at all that it's not the full game? Oh, you're right. It's not the full game. That's my biggest held thing that's held back. And it's $40 for the first half? No, it's 60 It's 60 And it's not even, it's not even really? a half. Really? It's not even a half. They said it's the first, like, not chapter, but the first, like, segment huh. of the game. Uh so you won't even get a complete story if you buy it for $60. No way. And so does that mean that they're going to release the second half for $60? Who knows if it's a half, bro. We could get three Final Fantasy VII yeah, remake yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? This could be this could be moving on like through the PS5 cycle. You know? All right. I just... I need more information. It's a groaner. I know. I need more information. Yeah, me too. But we ain't going to get it. Sony, where you at with all the information? Yeah, that we need? Sony, we're out here in a drought. Yeah. From Sony. Here we are. He's still nothing from that okay. Microsoft announcement. Well, I mean, Sony has announced stuff, like stuff we'll talk about today, which is nice. Like the Ghost of Tsushima. But like, you know? not... But not what we not, want. Not what we want. Not what we want. Not what the people want. All right. Let's get into it. Let's jump straight into There's it. There's a lot going on today. There's a lot going on. Um, I mean, we just got to start off with the biggest news. Yeah, we do. We right got to get this bat. one out of the way. Mm-hmm. We got Corona, obviously. Coronavirus is it's, hitting everybody. Yeah. Everybody and everybody. It's going around. Yeah, it really is. It's like people are panicking. People well, are chilling out. It's like, it's interesting because a lot of people who are like scared about it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't directly affect, right? It's all precautionary. Right. Because I would say the grand majority of us probably wouldn't be affected by coronavirus but we are susceptible to transmitting it to other people and that's where everyone's freaking out is because Mm -hmm. if i go home and my grandma's home i can super easily transmit it to her and then she dies because she has a weak immune system or if people has like an immunal people have immunal deficiency or if they have like lyme's disease anything Mm -hmm. like that right well I don't know. It's too hard to speculate about how big it's going to get, how small it'll stay. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's too hard to say. We aren't but, scientists. But what we do know 
is that it's messing up our events for the year. That's true. Big time. And we hate to hear it. We do hate to hear it. So, the biggest thing on the news today is E3 getting canceled by coronavirus. Officially canceled. Um, now, before we go into the official E3 statement, mm-hmm. the night before E3 got canceled, mm-hmm. Devolver Digital posted a tweet, and the tweet said, cancel your flights and hotels for E3, or something along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I don't know, people retweeted it and everything, and everybody was like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Like, we got months until E3. That's in the middle of summer, right? Yeah, it's June. in June. Um, they're like, I think a lot of people weren't expecting it to be canceled. Three months. Three months? Okay. Yeah. That's really not that far. No. Um, but? But it is, if you don't know what E3 is, E3 is the biggest gaming event of the year, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, oh, my God. All Anywhere from indie developers to AAA developers mm-hmm. are all showing their games. There's so much press. Things get announced. Um gameplay trailers um it's just a lot of publicity for these games mm-hmm. um and it's crazy it is crazy big mm-hmm. and so this is really sad that it's getting canceled this year it's big what are you gonna say i was gonna say well <laughs> companies are still working around it right which is interesting which is interesting we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll see what we hear it's just yeah. and then there's so much speculate we'll we'll get into it more when we Read the statements and stuff like that. All right. Give us the statement, James. All right. <clears throat> All right. Who is this from? It's just from the ESA uh, okay. website, but they put it on their Twitter and Instagram and everything. So. Right. So straight from ESA, it says, quote, after careful consolation with our member companies. Consultation. <laughs> Quote, after careful consultation with our member companies regarding the health and safety of everyone in our industry. Our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our lifelong or longtime E3 partners, we have made the difficult decision to cancel E3 2020. Scheduled for June 9-11. What? 9th through 11th. Not June 9th through 11th. I was like, 9-11, what? God. Um, in Los Angeles, the ESA wrote in a statement sent to the Washington Post, following... Why is there a quote there? To Washington Post... Quote, increased in overwhelming concerns about the COVID-19 virus. We felt this was the best way to proceed during such an unprecedented global situation. We are very disappointed that we are unable to hold this event for our fans and supporters, but we know it's the right decision based on the information we have today. End quote. Even though I butchered that, butchered that statement, <laughs> basically what it's saying is because of precautionaries and... Um, concerns over COVID-19 mm-hmm. that they're canceling E3. Yeah. That's all it's saying. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's uh, it's not a huge surprise. No. Well, not in the last week. If you would have told me two weeks ago E3 was right. going to get sure. canceled, then sure. it would be like sure. we wouldn't be talking. But mm-hmm. um, it's not surprising in these last couple days that it happened at no. all. No. Like, we are on... They canceled in-person classes mm-hmm. where we were at. We are going all online classes on Monday. Well, all... <clears throat> and we're one of the last schools to do it in the West Coast because... On the West Coast, yeah. On the, on the West Coast, all the other major schools are already... Starting it. Yeah. Some schools are getting... They're just being sent home. They can't stay in there. Exactly. Anymore. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how it develops. We'll see how it develops. Um, 
So E3's cancellation could point for a shaky future for the show, which has fought to stay relevant as large video game companies turn their own channels to digitally announced titles. Mm-hmm. Um, this makes sense. So last year, it, I heard and we read about that E3 was dead. Right. So PlayStation, again, was not at E3 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that left a big gash yeah. in the LA Convention Center. Yeah. Um, I think with the increase of Nintendo Directs, these PlayStation State of Plays, mm-hmm. all these online <clears throat> facets, yeah. um, E3 is, I'm not going to say dying. I don't feel like that's the right word, but it's definitely not as popular as it was three years ago, four years ago. I read um, I read a tweet, I don't know who it was from, but it said basically, it was a journalist, and they said, if E3 returns, it won't ever be in the same form yeah. that it was pre-coronavirus. Right. Which is sad. Which is sad. Because E3 is something like I looked forward to because mm-hmm. they had each like press conference and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was like getting together to watch like a movie premiere with your friends, you know? Yeah. You got to throw a little... A little shindig, you know, you order some pizza. Yeah. You got the E3 press conference up there, and you're stoked. I always wanted to do that. Yeah. But none of my friends were into video games. Mm. So I was just by myself in my room watching E3. Uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do I sometimes. mean, you got to do what you... I, I was committed to the, <laughs> right. to the news. Uh-huh. I needed sure. to know. Yeah, absolutely. But, so we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I think E3 is still going to be a thing next year. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to go all digital next year because there's that sure. piece that's like that human interaction of interviews and It also depends on where stuff. coronavirus is at. That's true. I mean, this is all, all dependent on coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. Um, so in response, a lot of developers are issuing statements who would normally be at E3 mm-hmm. but opted out. And so um, this comes from Ethan Gatch or Gok. G-A-C-H at Kotaku. And so basically most big developers, including Microsoft, Nintendo, Ubisoft, EA, uh, Devolver Digital, and Square Enix have all issued all of these, of which have their own uh, respective... um, Response. Well, response, but also they all have their own shows. Yeah. At E3. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because you have EA Play, you have yep. Ubisoft's thing, Devolver Digital has theirs. Square Enix always Square. has theirs. Yep. Devolver is usually mixed with the games that they're being published with. Cause I, Not necessarily. Really? They normally do their own stream. Okay. Yeah, and it's really weird and off the wall. Okay. But it's great. Cool. Yeah, it's very Devolver Digital, as it should be. Cool. Um, so they have all issued statements containing something akin to... We are exploring digital options to announce our latest games, with Microsoft specifically announcing their own independent digital event in a tweet saying, quote, E3 has always been an important moment for Team Xbox. Given this decision, this year we'll celebrate the next generation of gaming with the Xbox community and all who love to play via an Xbox digital event. Details on timing and more in the coming weeks, end quote. That's from Phil Spencer's Twitter, Twitter, official Twitter um, and all of the other uh, developers have issued very similar statements, just saying we're all exploring digital options yeah. to bring content to you. Cool. Yeah. We're still going to get the information. We're still going to get the information. That's all that really matters. Um, it's just sad that E3 is canceled. Yes, it is. Um, but so Sony had already pulled out of E3 for the second time in a, second year in a row. Mm-hmm. We already assume they're doing something digital as well. Sure, because they've been doing Sony State of Play. Right. So, 
We'll see. We're going to get digital from all the major studios. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Okay, James. This one excites you. And I know This it. one excites me a lot because of how much I don't know about it. Hit me. All right. So this comes from Polygon from our favorite journalist at Polygon named Michael McWhorter. My guy. The man. I want to meet him someday. I do too. That'd be great. Wow. That'd be great. Um, say we get all of our content for our podcast from you. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I'll send him a DM. Good. After this. Yeah? I actually will. I'll hold you to that. Okay. Good. All right. Um, so, in case you didn't know, there's been an unannounced Star Wars game that has leaked on European PlayStation Network. Yeah, it has. And it is called Star Wars Project Maverick. It couldn't have a cooler title. It really could not have yeah. a cooler title. Um, it was revealed via a data mined PlayStation Store listing. Yep. Um, and so the art, it's like a red cover, and in the background is a Star Destroyer. And then in the foreground, you see like X-Wings. They're pretty small, but they're like yeah. flying toward the Star Destroyer. So that has led to a lot of discussion on uh, the speculation that it is going to be a dogfighting game akin to um, the old N64 and PlayStation right. 1. Um, what were they called? The I don't remember. There was Starfighter. Yeah. There's been a there's, lot of iterations. There's been a lot of iterations. Okay. First off, did you see the screenshot? Or not the screenshot, but the clip art or whatever it was. Of the cover? Of Project Maverick. Yes. I thought it looked terrible. I know really? that it wasn't like an announce for the game or anything, announcement, sure. but like I was like, "Oh God, this is the photo they uploaded for this." It looks okay. it looks awful, but so well. It, okay, so <laughs> but it's not an announcement, it, no. but yeah. it also kind of fits with what they their other project kind of was in that. Okay, um, according to a Kotaku interview, EA has both the rights to Jedi Fallen Order two, as well as a smaller, more unusual. Yeah. project at EA motive and the this is a studio that co-directed Battlefront 2 and so mm-hmm. it would make sense right for a smaller more unusual title to have a smaller more unusual now I got two things okay EA and Disney's or EA and Star Wars contract mm-hmm. is over after Fallen Order right I don't know if it's renewed or not but that's also assuming that this so that assumption hinges on that this game comes out yeah. after Fallen Order 2. Sure. Which this could come in between well, Fallen Order. Fallen Order 2 is not even in, like, the five-year contract that EA had. They were supposed to do, like, I don't know how many games, but they did Battlefront 1, Battlefront 2, and Fallen Order. Those are the oh. three EA games. And their contract is done. But that's not to say that it can't be renewed or anything. Okay. Um there's, I don't think there's any information like whether it's renewed or not. Um, Interesting. I'm gonna try and find something. Okay. Right now, like I, I don't want it to distract from conversation. Now, the second thing I was gonna bring up is that Criterion, sure, is the company that partnered with EA mm-hmm. to do Battlefront. Sure. And Criterion was in charge of all the space combat. Mm. That's why there's no updates to space oh, content. Oh, I see. Because they're, they're they, they part- don't have that asset anymore. Yeah, that's over. Gotcha. So that. If this is true, if it's a dogfighting game, like, I, I don't know, spaceship battles and stuff, sure. from scratch, they don't get those Criterion assets anymore well, unless they're so on So they this. really have to build it from the ground up. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, I think if you're going to do a game fully based on 
flying spaceships and stuff, it's gonna have to be better than Battlefront. Even though Battlefronts isn't bad. I think it's good. I think it's cool, yeah. I think the the mechanics are super sound. Yeah. Um my issue is how could they not I mean I guess license is a license mm-hmm. but because of how well Fallen Order sold it would oh, be yeah. stupid of them right. not to do a second and I agree but I think um, like Disney was very let down by mm. the whole loot box scandal the I think there's a lot of things they but they expected, also took it out yeah they did after a long time but they had to go after to court they had to like, yeah. all this stuff mm-hmm. um so I don't know. It's they definitely redeemed themselves with these new updates and Fallen Order and everything, but it's it's tough to tell whether this is going to get their thing is going to get renewed. It is. What tough are you reading? To tell. I'm reading basically that um, the potential release date could be sooner than expected. Um, Maybe before the contract is, ends. This is all rumored. So when does yeah. the contract? Do you know when the contract ends? No, I just know it was. I thought it was in 2019, but it could be 2020. Okay. It was a five-year contract, whatever it was. So the this this article, which is on Inverse.com mm-hmm. by Thomas Franzesi, um, says that the leaker blog Bezpin Bulletin report over the weekend, this was back in like February, Okay. Um, said that the sequel will be released in fall 2022. Wow, only three years of development. That's not a lot. No, but also they aren't working. They didn't do a lot of post-game updates, mm-hmm. and they did no DLC. Yeah, I mean, they're probably already working on it. Oh, I think they've been working on it. Hopefully, yeah. I think, well... I don't want a rushed game. I also don't want a rushed game. Yeah. But if they use similar assets and things like that, because, yeah, to be honest, like, the PlayStation 4 struggled to really... Run, Run Fallen Order. Fall in order. Totally agree. It really did. Yeah. Um, it did okay. It did It did. Okay. It did its best. Now, it's Control, on the other hand, I can't... I want to play PS5. I can't play Control if it's you on have PS4. You have to. It's so good. Not it's on the so PS4. I, I don't have to. Uh-uh. It's like a sci-fi dream, dude. I'll play it as soon as I have hardware to run it. Fair enough. But anyways, Star Wars Project Maverick. Star excited Wars no matter what. Doesn't I matter. I am so excited no matter what. It's more Star Wars video games. More Star Wars. That's all I care about. I'm in. I'm in. We'll be right back. We will. We have breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Breaking news. Right in between our little break that we just had, what just happened? Ring Fit Adventure is sold out everywhere, Nintendo confirms. This comes courtesy of Polygon from Samit Sarkar. Butchered that name. But basically... I don't have much to say about this one, but I can tell you one thing. (laughs) Nintendo Ring Fit Adventure is this gimmicky thing, because Nintendo has so many gimmicky things. I heard it's fun. Who cares? It's a plastic ring, and you put your Joy-Cons in it for your Switch, and you do all all this stuff with it. you squeeze it. Who cares? You do all this garbage, (laughs) and it's sold out. And I can tell you what that means. I can tell you what that means right now. They literally made 150 copies, right? And the Nintendo fanboys ate that crap up, just... Right? And they're like, oh, we're sold out. It's so good. You have to go buy Ring Fit. And it's like, well, yeah, because you made 100 copies. Obviously, it's going to sell out. That's all I have to say. James, do you have anything else to say on Ring Fit, or can we just move it along? Um, COVID-19 is mentioned a lot in this article. Again. 
could care less. Could care less about Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> Do you think it's because people want to exercise indoors using their Switch? Dog, are you joking me? Have you seen We Fit? Have you seen the, the what was that, the pad? I heard it gasses you. I watched a whole video. It was a gameplay. Really? Yeah. Okay. Do you piqued my interest. Like, okay, because not only do you squeeze it, but you have to, like, run in place yeah. with it. And you have to, like, you have to put it between okay. your legs and, like, squeeze it with your thighs sounds and stuff. Awful. And all stuff. It sounds terrible. People are getting gassed. All right. I'm, I'm going to watch Stay tuned for a wing, weef fit and ring fit adventure. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Great. We ring fit, ring, wing, mm-hmm. we sure. ring switch. Hey, we're never going to be able to do a gameplay. Do you know why? Why? Sold out. <laughs> All right, let's move right. right along. Let's move right along. Um, here's my second favorite news of the day. All right. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone launches, baby. Let's go. We've had leaks. We've had leaks for months. Oh, oh my gosh. God. I peaked. Talk about peaking. I'm oh sorry, audio listeners. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyways, Warzone launches. We've had leaks for months. That was this my is. Knee. Call of Duty Modern Warfare's Battle Royale mode. Yes, it is. And it's great. It is awesome. It's so much fun. Let me explain some of the differentials Please that it do. has um, compared to other Battle Royales. Sure. Uh, this comes from Tom Warren at The Verge. Um, so, Call of Duty Warzone is a new free-to-play Battle Royale that will be available to play on March 10th with some unique twists. I got this on March 10th, 8 a.m., right when it launched. Started that download. Yeah, you did. I was stoked. Um, okay, so there's been many leaks in the recent weeks, as I've been saying, um, but the game is currently arriving, okay, March 10th, you won't need Call of Duty Modern Warfare to download and play, because it's free for everybody. But, if you have it, yes, everything carries over. Right. And I might have jumped the gun on that. You did jump, that's okay. So there's cross-progression and cross-play, so that friends on any system can play together. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Gold star. Gold star to you, Activision. Great. So there are two modes in Warzone, Battle Royale and Plunder. Mm -hmm. Battle Royale is a little more traditional. There's 150 players that duke it out with a gas chasing them in the closing circle. Classic Battle Royale. Right. In Plunder. Players will need to collect the most cash from looting items across the map, stealing enemies' cash, or completing in-game contracts. Mm-hmm. Which is also a mechanic in Inside. the base battle royale. Yes. Yes. Contracts are cool. Contracts are cool. Sec. Yeah. Um, one of the most unique parts of Warzone is a 1v1 respawn mechanic, oh, it's dubbed so Gulag. Gulag showers, baby. It allows players who have died to respawn if they win this 1v1 battle. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, we've been hearing leaks about that for a while. And I was like, there's no way they're going to do this with 150 players. Games are going to be so long. Forget Mm -hmm. about it. It is awesome. It's awesome. Imagine this. You drop in. Uh Uh-huh. It's the beginning of the match. Mm -hmm. You just get absolutely toasted. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, it's teams of three in Battle Royale. So if you get toasted, your team's down to two people. You get sent right to the gulag, okay? Right you're to waiting, the gulag. You're waiting there's a in whole this line. cinematic. Yeah, there's a cinematic. But they throw you in this jail cell uh-huh. on this bed. They lock and you then up. you have the option to, like, skip the movie after that. But you have to watch them. Like, it's so cool. You ha- they're forced to get, like, thrown into yeah. the prison cell. But after that, you're standing on this ledge and you can mm-hmm. throw rocks. Okay, well, the, the ledge, so there's a big sure, circle. Sure. That's above this little mm-hmm. chamber where you fight, where the one v ones happen. And so you're watching all the people that have died in the game in this little chamber. 
and they're all looking down at these 1v1s, and you can throw rocks at the people. Then or you can they just do, like, punch other damage. people who are watching. Yeah, or... it's like anarchy in there. It and is. then it says your turn on top, like, oh, two more rounds till you're in, mm-hmm. and then one more round, and you're in. And let's say, boom, you win. You automatically get respawned well, in the it's, air. it's like a gunfight. It is exactly like gunfight. So you, they, normally they give you... It's normally a pistol, right? Oh, no, you got a shotgun one it, time. So it's whatever. It's just random. It's a ran, You get a random gun, Which is one awesome. gun, mm-hmm. and you, whoever whoever kills each other first. One round, that's it. The other person is out for good. Yep. Unless you can get redeployed for $4,500. Yes. So you can get bought back. In-game. You can only get bought back... No, you can get bought back. I'm not sure, because we never bought each other back. I bought. I was playing with some friends, and we bought each other back quite a bit. Okay. I don't know if it was more than twice, though. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming if it's more than twice, you can buy back unlimited. Sure. But if you lose to the gulag, you can't do the gulag again. The gulag is a one right. shot. Gulag's a one shot. So if you die a second time, um, you're forced to be rebought. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's great. It's way better than blackout. People liked oh, Blackout, yes. but I was so never really a big fan. Um, I love the healing system. Mm-hmm. So you start with 100 health, mm-hmm. just like you do in a normal Call of Duty match. Now, you have room for three armor plates, mm-hmm. which you just put in your chest or whatever. That's what yeah, the, and that's, that's the like that's the animation. So you, yeah. wait, you take it and you zip. And yep, three times. Mm-hmm. So each one of those breaks, and then it hits your health. Mm-hmm. But your health regenerates. But your armor plates do not. Right. So you're really trying to... And you can only hold five armor plates at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really always want to stay on top of that. It makes it really fun and exciting. And not like, okay, I have one health or whatever. I'm running around. Anything's right. going to kill me. Right. They also have med stims. They do have stims. But that just uh, makes you heal faster. You don't right. have to wait for the regen. Right. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. It's so much fun. I'm we having were, a lot of fun. We are playing that. We are also playing Plunder. Explain Plunder. Okay. I don't feel like I could give a good explanation of Plunder. The only thing I can say is that it's the Battle Royale map. Mm-hmm. There's no storm. Right. It marks the people who have the highest amounts of money. Mm-hmm. And As you're like hoping, kingpins or whatever. Yeah. So you're going for those guys, trying to kill the people with the most money so you can steal their money. Mm-hmm. And the first person to a million dollars wins. Mm-hmm. Now, you get some money per kill. You, there's money lying on the ground. Yep. Um, I don't know where else you can get money. but I, Contracts? Yeah, contracts. You, contracts. Exactly. Um, there's also bounties mm-hmm. where, like, it'll put a bounty on yeah. someone's head and you get, like, quadruple the money that you would have got for killing right. them. Right, Super cool idea. They're longer matches. They are longer matches. They're brutal. But they're so much fun. Super chaotic. Awesome. All the time. You can respawn yeah. as many times yep. um, as you need. And mm. it's so much fun. A lot of the times, it'll just go till the timer runs out. Yeah, because match. it's hard. I don't think people really know it well enough yet right. to like be like, okay, this is what I need to get a million yes. dollars. Yeah. Also, another cool feature is just like in the Division, mm-hmm. in the Dark Zone, you know how you can... In the division, there's a dark zone. You can uh, find weapons that are uh, contaminated, contaminated, and then you get them, put them on a helicopter, and they and lift they're them airlifted. Yeah. yeah, so that no one can steal your loot. Mm-hmm. Now, in plunder in Warzone, um, you can get a sum of money and call in a helicopter and connect your cash. We to never the helicopter. did that though. We did not do that. We, we should have done that. We should have done that. I did it. How in do you do game. it? You have to call it in through one of those buy stations. Oh, it's a buy station. Okay, um, cool. But you call it in, and then there's like 
it's like 60 seconds. You have to have all your teammates put your cash in, mm-hmm. protect it, because while it's still standing there for 60 seconds, right. it shoots your map, your location on the mini-map so that everybody oh can see God. that you're extracting mm-hmm. money. Well, it's just like in Division, right? It's awesome. I love it's it. It's great. It's so much fun. Yeah. I can't wait to play Vince, more. you're making me want to play after this. Good. I think we should. Oh. Uh, but Battle Royale 2 is awesome. Um, I got one win. I got a win. Wow. Eight kills. Wow. So much fun. Yeah. Love it. I will say, though, people yes. take a long time to die if they have full armor. Like uh, an unexpected amount of time. If you're using the common weapons, yes. Also, question. Yes. I don't know if you've noticed this, but... Do headshots ignore armor? No. No. It's still okay. armor. But okay. if you're getting a headshot, it's going to bust through that armor. Like nothing. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Then I think you should take this next one because you seem to be oh, the most excited about it. my this. gosh. This is it. This is it. I'm on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm just scrolling. You know, mm-hmm. doing my thing. Mm-hmm. I see a little retweet from one of my favorite people, Neil mm-hmm. Drunkman. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, black, luscious hair. The game creative director of some of my favorite games. And he does this little retweet, casual. He says, so excited to bring Joel and Ellie to the big screen. And I said, what? So I do a little more scrolling, Mm -hmm. and HBO posts this picture of the Firefly logo Mm -hmm. being like chalked in a black background. Okay? And I said... What? That's all I said. I was like, <laughs> what? Because for years, Neil Drunkman has been saying they're not doing a movie version. Mm-hmm. They're not doing a TV version. What? Why would they even do that? Because the game is already perfect. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us is my favorite game of all time. Yeah. Hands down, no question. God of War comes close, but The Last of Us is, has, in my opinion, the best story in a movie I've seen the best story in video game mm, I've seen mm-hmm. TV it doesn't even matter just about the video game itself because yeah. sure God of War might have better mechanics more sure. updated all this kind of stuff the story is so important to me and it's coming to TV bro HBO, HBO. they can do whatever they want in HBO there's no censoring anything on HBO yeah. so HBO's great here's what we got The Last of Us's game director Neil Drunkman and Chernobyl's Craig Mazin are writing the series great writers have, if you Chernobyl, 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 Chernobyl mm-hmm. is a masterpiece. It's 10 out of 10. I need to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. It's, I don't know, eight episodes maybe. It is haunting. It's crazy that it's real life. Should I drop Rice World great. for yeah. Chernobyl? 100%. Wow. 100%. Right. It's, it'll be over so quick. It's only a couple episodes. Oh, okay. How many episodes? Like six or eight or something. Oh, easily. And it's a mini series, so it's done. It's over. Cool. It is incredible. You have the guy that wrote The Last of Us and the guy that wrote Chernobyl, mm. writing mm-hmm. The Last of Us HBO series. I'm all in. As if it could not get any better. Gustavo Santolala, the composer of The Last of Us, is signed on to compose the show as well. It's an iconic theme song that The Last of Us has. Mm-hmm. I could tell you a game, and you might be able to know the soundtrack, but right when you start hearing Last of Us, you know exactly what it is. Yep, I can hear the menu yep. music right now. It's perfect. Perfect. If this is not good, there's zero hope for video game TV shows and movies. I already thought there was zero hope, mm-hmm. but there, this is like a light this in the, the darkness. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay? The little shimmer. This, 
I okay. They're supposed to start production right after the launch of Last of Us Two on May 29th. Okay. Which is interesting. I don't know if that means it involves any of the story of Last of Us Two. I don't really care. Just give me the story of Last of Us One. Yeah. And I'll be a okay. Yeah. I am worried about one single thing about the show. I don't want, like, I feel like you're really connected with the characters if you're playing the characters. Mm-hmm. They have to find out how to like reconnect us through mm-hmm. the show, but sure. I don't. I think they're gonna have no problem doing that. With do the you think their audience is gonna be people who have already played Last of Us, or do you think they'll do a good job of incorporating both audiences? It's hard to tell. I really think it's gonna be more than just the video game audience. Sure, because I mean that's the hope. Who's? I feel like the audience that has played The Last of Us is not very big. PlayStation exclusive. Sure. Well, okay. If well, you're playing PlayStation, also PlayStation is one of the best-selling consoles right. in history. Yeah. Right. I would is say it a lot the of people... best-selling console in history. No, I think the PlayStation Two still is. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Um. I. Yeah. I forgot what I was gonna say, but I'm it's all okay. in. I cannot wait. This is phenomenal news. The speculation about who to play Joel and Ellie has been through the roof. Mm-hmm. Do you have a vote? Oh, yeah, I got a vote. Yeah. Give me Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones as Joel mm-hmm. from The Last of Us. Okay. I For Ellie, I've seen a lot of uh, recommendations. I'm not sure who I want. Okay. Or just give me Troy <clears throat> Baker, who plays the voice of Joel in The Last of Us. That'd be sweet. Give me him. Dress him up. Troy make Baker him look like sick. Joel. Great. Yeah. That'd be cool. Troy Baker is a talented man. Very talented. Mm-hmm. Very talented. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I mean, that's all speculation stuff, but the show's really happening. What is the voice for Ellie? Uh, and I forget her name. And and everything. I forget her name. Ashley something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So She's cool. great, too. She is great. Can you imagine if they, just, they played it? I think that would be, honestly, ideal. I don't think it's out of the cards. Me neither. I don't Nothing's think it's out, out of the cards. cards. Because they're, they got doing the, a show they got HBO. Their, they got their director. Yeah. They got uh-huh. their... Um, no, we don't have directors yet. Sorry, I meant writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got their writer. They have their composer. Yep. Dude, what could go wrong? What could... I, Literally on, so well, much. Literally so well, much so could go much wrong. could go wrong. But who knows? I'm here for it. All right. Give us the next one. We have more updates on Ghosts of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. One of the most anticipated games. You said that perfectly. I would have said it wrong. <laughs> Tushima. Tsushima. I know. I would have said Tushima. I would have oh, butchered okay. it. Because You're you right. wrote Tushima. I just Yeah. <laughs> I spelled it wrong on the news docket. It's okay, I corrected it. Yeah. Um Okay, so this comes courtesy of Wesley Poole from Eurogamer. In addition to a trailer that had released um PlayStation 4 exclusive Ghost of Tsushima comes out June. I spelled it right there. Okay. Yes, you did. Keep going. June 26th, baby, which is sooner than most people probably would have anticipated. Yes. A lot sooner. A lot sooner. I thought it was coming out full. This came out with a new uh, story trailer that is very in-depth, very Loved specific it. to this game story. Really was that extra amount of content we needed to really feel like we knew what was going on and mm-hmm. to be, um, what's the right word? Um to be um, like introduced yeah, to the out. world yeah flushed out to be introduced to the world mm-hmm. of Ghost of Tsushima to really say like oh this has potential to be a great a game great a great game. story yeah this was a game that a lot of people thought oh well like Sekiro might have been better to get that kind of like ninja itch mm-hmm. or it might just be another you know um, 
another ninja yeah. samurai game, whatever. Right. But which has a lot of cliche around that theme, yeah. right? Because not a lot of companies have been able to do that really well in a way um, that it looks like Ghost of Tsushima will um, be likely to succeed. They have a great studio. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be great. They have a great studio behind yep. it. Is that Sucker Punch? Yes, sir. Sucker Punch. Sucker Who Punch did worked the, on Infamous games. All the Infamous games. Which um, are good. They are amazing. Hold on. <laughs> I really enjoyed them, but Second Son did not do as well. Okay. As it's for you, I'm saying generally speaking. Okay, I love with it. the general audience. Second Son was pretty good. A lot of things people didn't really like about yeah. Second Son, uh-huh. um, but as a franchise, they're well received. Oh yeah. However, Ghost of Tsushima is very promising. They've had a really long time to work on this mm-hmm. game to really take their time and do what they need to do. Their last game was Infamous First Light. Which was the it separate was game, but it was more like an expansion, the standalone DLC yeah. to uh, Second Son, and that came out way at the beginning, probably within yep. the first year of PlayStation yep. 4's launch. Mm-hmm. So they've been able to take their sweet time with this. The collector's edition announced um, comes with a replica mask and a whole load of other goodies, including mm-hmm. pins, a map, an art book, and my personal favorite, a steel bookcase. The steel bookcase, baby, it's beautiful. I can't wait for this game. This is a game that I was a little skeptical about mm-hmm. because we just didn't see a lot on it. See, I I don't want to play it on the PS4. I that's how I want to play it on the PS5. That's how I feel with Last of Us. Yep. That's mm-hmm. how I feel with Ghost of Tsushima. Everything that's coming out between now, even Doom Eternal is just early enough to where I'm like, okay, I could play this on PlayStation because yeah. that's going to be the only game that's going to get me to the right. PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. and hopefully, and even then. It's almost, I just thought about this, it's like, why wait to buy them on PS5? Because it sounds like what they're doing, and this is just an inference. Yeah. It sounds like you can just use the PlayStation 4 copy on your PlayStation 5, and it'll upscale. Smart delivery. Smart delivery. We'll see. We'll see. Only time will tell. Yep, exactly. Um, Do you mind if I take this next one, Ben? Please do. Okay. You brought this to my attention, and I'm pretty interested. Okay, so this comes in the wake of all the GeForce Now news, and so... Um, basically the whole context behind this article is that GeForce Now, as we talked about, was a service that allows you to stream your, stream your games wherever, whenever, mm-hmm. as long as you buy the games themselves. It's a bring your own game model yes. to where it will incorporate your Steam or your Blizzard library and you can play those games wherever at a reduced monthly cost to play said games. So, but this is proving to be a more problematic the not situation, particularly for developers. And so this article comes from Nick Stat from The Verge, and it says NVIDIA's GeForce Now is showing to be great for consumers, but terrible for developers. And so uh, this is all based around a tweet from a guy by the name of Raphael Van Lierup, who is a developer that was good. For, for The Long Dark. And it says, sorry to the, thank you. Sorry to those who are, dis- sorry, quote, Sorry to those who are disappointed you can no longer play hashtag the long dark on GeForce now. NVIDIA didn't ask for our permission to put the game on the platform, so we asked them to remove it. Please take your complaints to them, not us. Devs should control where their games exist. End quote. And so this is just one of many studios in addition to Activision, Blizzard, 
Rockstar, and Bethesda all pulling their games off of the service. Mm-hmm. And so this is huge right. because not only are consumers denied access to their games that they pay money for, mm-hmm. but developers um, are not able to control where their games are being played. And right. it's, you know, it's a huge debacle, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Sure. And uh, the developer to consumer gaming community and trying to navigate that relationship. I don't know how this wasn't worked out. I, I assume. Like before the service launched. Yeah. You would assume. I don't know. They would reach out to the devs at least. Doesn't sound like they did. Doesn't sound like it at all. Sounds like, oh, well, they own them, so like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But it's a licensing issue. Yeah. And so there are two major hypotheses as to why these devs are pulling games. While none are explicitly stated, the main conclusions that people and journalists are drawing are that it's either due to revenue splits um, and, or it's due to devs rather just wanting consumers to pay twice for a license. Yeah. As in, if I had a game on... Steam. Steam, mm-hmm. right? And they want the extra money for me to buy it on a different service. Yeah. So if I had Grand Theft Auto on my PC and I'm mm-hmm. playing it on PC and I'm like, oh, well, like, I want to play it on my PS4 because I'm more likely to take my PS4 with me somewhere. They would want me to buy that game on PS4 Before as again. well so that they get yeah. um, the profits from both It's platforms. the same thing having like Grand Theft Auto 5 on Steam, yep. but you want to use it on NVIDIA and right. use it, play it anywhere. Sure. You have to buy Grand Theft Auto again on NVIDIA. Right. And right now, NVIDIA's model just has you connecting your steam library and playing yes. it yes um it's very interesting to me mm-hmm. uh, especially since uh nvidia's geforce now kind of came out of nowhere i want to say it, i mean obviously well, it was people in were beta about it. for a really long right. time but completely off my radar mm-hmm. you think since it was in beta for so long that these private problems would have already come up right but now that it's um, which is interesting now that it has all the big AAA titles right. on it. Well, not anymore. They're all pulled off. Right. Um, I don't know. It just seems like this could be could have been avoided very easily. Yeah, but it's never a black and white Nothing's situation. Easy. Nothing's, Nothing's easy. And so the Long Dark team is considering putting the game back on GeForce in the future, but it doesn't look likely given the current situation. And so yep. there's a writer by the name of Pete Lewin, who, who is a writer for Legal Gamer, a UK-based um, journalism company. And he says, quote, I expect we'll see much more of this. Play your Steam library anywhere. Services are amazing for the consumer, but they're uh, potentially terrible for devs. It kills the ability to commercialize ports for new platforms, particularly mobile, or to negotiate exclusivity deals. So yeah. it's... In a lot of ways, sorry, end quote, in a lot of ways, it's prohibiting the developer from being able to have control and make decisions over their own games because right. they have services like GeForce who want to make decisions for them in mm-hmm. a certain way. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I don't have like a lot to say, I guess. There's not a lot to just say like, about it. I feel for, the, I see both sides. I see GeForce side, I see the dev side. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm a big um, supporter of supporting devs. 
Me too. The people that make the games. As we should be. And I think the devs are most of the time right. Yeah. I, I, I tend to side with them because they're putting in years worth of their time and to money. make stuff and money that to make stuff that people are consuming and they're trying to make it better. They don't have any ill will towards the consumer, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I <laughs> Bless you. Wow, we will. That was nice. It's never just one. Another one's coming. Well, another one's coming, but for now. All right. All right. What do you think? Um, I think we should restart the camera. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. And we are back. Yeah, we are back. Hit me. Hit me with the next. We got a couple more news stories and a loaded random fun loaded. stuff. Loaded. Absolutely loaded. Mm-hmm. My favorite segment of the show. Hmm. All right. Hit Without me. further ado, <clears throat> former lead combat designer for God of War joins... Microsoft Sub Studio in Exile Entertainment. Yep, yep. This is the same studio that worked on the Wasteland games and is continuing to work on Wasteland 3, which will release May. later this year. In May. In May. Yeah. Very soon. Mm-hmm. Very anticipated by a very niche crowd. A very niche very, crowd. Very niche crowd, but it's that niche crowd is very dedicated mm-hmm. to their game of Wasteland. Yeah. Do you want me to reset it? Yeah. Okay. Sick. All right. <laughs> Anyway, Dean Reimer, who was the former lead combat designer for God of War, tweeted out on March 2nd, first day as a new lead combat designer at NXL Entertainment in the books. In the books. That's the quote. So, I mean, that's kind of it. It's super small, but it raises a lot of questions. Potentially. Here's what I got. Okay, hit me with what you got. God of War. God of War. Fantastic combat. Fantastic combat. If this is the lead of the combat on God of War, mm-hmm. and he's bringing it into whatever project they're working on, cool. I'm in. It's and that's all I got to say. Okay. That's all I got. How does that make you feel as a PlayStation stan? Um, I don't care. Okay. Only because I know that God of War is the second God of War is happening. Mm-hmm. I know that they're gonna. The combat is still gonna be amazing and everything. Yes, we're losing. How it. can you be so sure now because of them losing the lead combat design? I'm sure that whatever combat techniques he has developed is a part of Sony Monica's okay. Sony Santa Monica. Sure. I'm sure that uh, Dean uh, Reimer mm-hmm. is gonna do amazing things over at uh, over at In Exile, and we're sure gonna miss him. Yeah, we are. But we got God of War, and I don't know what he's gonna be doing on Wasteland. Right, and well, or on his new the AAA IP. Right, and that's what they're doing is um, they're planning development on a new AAA yeah. RPG IP. With that's all we know about it. Cool. It's a AAA RPG, new IP. Um, mm. Is it going to be a Xbox exclusive? We don't know. Probably because it's an Xbox game studio. How? Yes, but Wasteland is not a Xbox exclusive that's true. franchise. That's true. So, okay, I guess we'll have to see. We will see. Well, let me let me double check the waste wasteland platforms. Yeah, get the real quick double check. Yeah, just make to sure verify. we're not doing fake. Um, no fake news over here. Wasteland. I should specify three because that's the most recent game. I, yeah, it's they, coming to PlayStation Four, okay. Xbox One, Linux, everything. So then, no big deal. No big deal. At, as of right now. But this guy's great. This guy is great. Good for him. Great work. Yeah. Yes. So cool. I'm excited. I am a supporter of him. I am too. I don't know Go if I'm Dean Reimer. Yeah. 
supporter of him. I don't know if I'll be supportive of the game or not. We'll see. It could be really good. <laughs> could be great. Could be really exactly. Good. All right, one more big switch up for Game Studios. Yeah. This, so in light of Dean Reimer leaving mm-hmm. Sony Santa Monica, Sony names a new head of Sony Santa Monica. Right. This comes courtesy of Matt Kim from IGN. Yes. And um, Sony hires a 19-year PlayStation, not 19 years old, but has been with PlayStation <laughs> for 19 years, uh-huh. veteran Yumi Yang, to head up the studio after former God of War executive producer Shannon Studstill is tapped to join Google's game studio to develop, to develop games exclusively for Stadia. What a sellout. <laughs> no, no, not even that. How the hell can I you go from... It. I don't get it. Being the head of like a studio that puts off game of the year to going to Stadia, which is forgotten. It's already in the past. I bet she got paid so much money. She got that bankroll, baby. She got that huge bankroll. Did you watch Raising Kratos? Of course I did. I believe Shannon Studstill was in there. I believe Yumi Yang was also in it. And so this isn't that big of a shakeup because I bet Yumi Yang knows exactly what she's doing. Oh, absolutely. Um, So cool. Awesome. Yeah, and I'm I'm not worried about it because I'm sure. See, and to be completely honest, yeah, that's them. That's both of them. This is the holy trinity. Yeah, we got Corey Barlock, my my man. Okay, with um, Shannon Shannon Studstill on the left, and Yumi Yang on the right. Yeah, the holy trinity of game developers. Corey Barlog, a gentleman. I love him. Got a picture with him. God bless him. Wow, best moment of my is life. He a nice guy. He's. James, oh my gosh. Let me tell you the story about when I met Corey Barlog real quick. I'll yeah. give you the quick one-minute wrap-up. Please do. I'm at the Game Awards 2018. Sure. Incredible show. God of War wins best game of the year. Okay. Tears? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> I'm standing there with my buddy. My buddy looks behind him. His name's Ryder. And he sees his YouTuber that he really likes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my gosh, this guy's got like 6 million subscribers or whatever. I gotta meet him. We're mm-hmm. right here. So I'm like, oh, totally cool. Yeah, just wait for him. No worries. We're chilling. We're seeing all these famous people. Jonah Hill's in the house. Wow. Like, just bang, 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 bang. People are here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, seeing these people. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody starts to go leave the Game Awards mm-hmm. crowd. Right. Everybody starts to leave, you know? And who do I see walking in my aisle down the to the exit? Himself. The man himself. Corey Barlog. Wow. The man who just won Best Game Director, Best wow. Game of the Year awards, and all It's like seeing stuff. Bong. It is just like seeing Bong in the video game. Yeah. He's walking towards me. I kind of make eye contact. I kind of look away, and I say, holy shit, it's Corley Barlog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's him, bro. It's him. And he's coming closer, and I was like, I got to do it. I got to try it. And Whoa. like I'm like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay. And so I walk, I walk out, you know, yeah. and I see him make eye contact. I said, hey, uh... <laughs> I, I played your game, and it was so good. I cried at the end of the game, bro. And Corey's like, oh, thank you so much for the support. Like, all this stuff. He's like, he gave me a hug. Oh, my God. He shook my hand. And he he was, like, standing there. We were having a full conversation. Keep in mind, I'm completely nervous. My voice is shaking. Uh-huh. I'm like, ah, you know. And we're just, we're chatting. And his wife's there, like, just hanging out, too. Sweet. Um, And it was like, he could have left right there, but he took like 30 seconds to talk to me and take a picture with me. That's so cool. And it was awesome. And then he left, and guess who was right behind him? The game director of Spider-Man PS4. Oh my god. Ryan Inthitar, man. I took a picture with him too, just as cool of a guy. Wow. Okay, story's over. I'm sorry. I no, don't apologize. Big that was fan, great. Big fan of uh, Sony Santa Monica. Yeah, what Huge a great supporters studio. of Sony Santa Monica. What a great studio. 
If you haven't seen Rising Kratos, Rising Kratos, Raising Kratos, yeah. If you haven't seen Raising Kratos, go watch it. Do it's, yourself a favor. It's the documentary on how God of War was made. Well, the process of there are moments God of War. in there which will make you emotional. Right. Yeah, it's great. Phenomenal. Okay. All right. Here we are. This is it, Ben. This is your favorite part <clears throat> of the podcast. All right. I like the part of the podcast. Are we just going to go every other? Sure. All right. Hit me with the first one. Horizon Zero Dawn comes to PC this summer, finally. Great. Cool. Cool. People are outraged. PlayStation players are furious, and I don't know why. Why? I've seen it all over the place. This is only good for devs. I've seen sledgehammers going on the PlayStation. Oh my god. <laughs> really? I've seen rant videos on YouTube. <laughs> it's ridiculous. People are pissed. Wow. Great. More people get to play Horizon. That's great. That's what I'm saying. I still can't get through it. I can't either. It's not very I good. To, I have to beat it. It's not very good. It's fun. I just have to beat it. Okay. okay. Uh, this is interesting, I guess. <laughs> Major Planicide 2 update for all platforms. I didn't read the docket like the entire way through yeah. before this. And this completely floored me. Just now. Planetside 2. Oh, let me tell you a little story about Planetside <laughs> 2. It's the perfect free game on PlayStation, like you said. Sure. Where you have nothing else to play. And you're like, ah, oh, give this a shot. You know what I mean? So you download this. Uh-huh. Me and Enzo played the hell out of Planetside oh, 2. Did. We've was, all been there. Yeah. And then, Garbo. It was just bad. It's not good. It's not good at all. It's not good. I'm sure 10 years ago when it came out on the PC, it was awesome. Yeah. It's not the same now. You have these huge planets and you're yeah. going through, but now it's a desert. Yep. So yeah, new update. If you're interested, go for it. Yep. Uh, this is awesome. New season of Destiny 2 just started. Season of the Worthy. Cannot wait to play it. I'm in. I don't know where you're going to put that game on your hard drive then. Me neither, but I'm going to figure it out. Because um, I love Destiny. Yeah, And you it's do. the best. Yeah. It's terrible. Might be your fatal flaw. Or... <laughs> Wait, uh, or my Samson's hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, alright. Samson's hair. Death Stranding comes to PC June 2nd. More PlayStation exclusives going to PC. That's I love fun. it. It's, it's great cool. for the gaming community. Yep. Great, great for the devs, too. Sure. Alright, hit me. Well, we already talked about this, but Final Fantasy yeah, VII Remake true. is out now. PS4. What is this next one? Oh, that this is awesome. That's really cool. That's okay, really cool. Valorant trailer drop. Valorant is a team-based mm-hmm. shooter. Class-based. Class-based as well. It's a cross between Counter-Strike, I'm assuming Global Offense. That's yes. what it looks like. Yes. It looks like CSGO and Overwatch. Made by Riot Games. Made by Riot Games. And people are going nuts. The trailer's awesome. For this damn game. And I'm all in. I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to play it either. When does it come out? Ooh, I don't know. We don't know? Good question. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. Doom Eternal can run FPS. Sorry. <laughs> can run FPS. Yeah, can so run frames per second. Uh-huh. Can run a whopping thousand frames per second if you have the right hardware. This is the definition of a random fun stuff thing because, like, it's cool. There's it's no so way I'd cool. ever be able to run Doom Eternal at a thousand FPS. No, but the people that can, all power. Can to you it. imagine experiencing a game and you can't even see that? No, you need refresh rates, all this kind of stuff. Can you imagine the monitor you would need for that? No, ridiculous, ridiculous. It's not worth it. All right, hit me with the next thing. Uh, what? Oh my gosh, <laughs> you you were so excited about Destiny Two: Season of the Worthy that you put it in the docket twice. 
I'm not even sorry. <laughs> I'm going to play today. <laughs> okay, well, then here What we are you go. deleting? I don't know. We'll figure that out when it comes there. Black Mesa 1.0 launches. I'm excited about this. Black Mesa is a remake slash remaster of yes. Half-Life 1. Yes. Sweet. And it's been in development for forever. Which is weird because I've never heard about it. Really? And I think Half-Life 1 totally holds up. Okay. I can't wait to play. I'm probably yeah. just going to go straight for the Black Mesa. Have you played Half-Life 1 before? No, I jumped straight into okay. Half-Life 2. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, at one point, there was a Steam sale going on. Yeah. This is me gaming on my 2011 MacBook Pro, sure. which I often talk about as my height of my gaming days. Good. It was just Minecraft, CSGO, Half-Life. Well, So I played Half-Life 1. The Holy Trinity. Got through like halfway through Half-Life uh-huh. 2. That computer died. Shot. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe eventually I'll beat Half-Life 2. Mm-hmm. All right, the last random fun stuff. Oh, baby! Beautiful. Uh huh. So out of focus for that. Blade Runner game from 1997. Right. Gets a restoration for current gen consoles. I don't know who made this decision. I don't know who is the guy who's like, you know what, this Blade point and click adventure game. Yes. That came out in 1997. This needs a remaster. Right. In 2020. Sure, why not? Why not? And I can't wait to play it. Now, here's my thought process here. Blade Runner, the original movie, right, mm-hmm. came out in the 80s. Ten years later, they're going to release a point-and-click Blade Runner game out of nowhere. Why the hell not? 23 years later, they're going to remaster it. Why the hell not? Sure. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But hey, I'm in. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk games. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Have you watched Blade Runner? Yes, of course I have. Blade Runner 1. Yes. Okay, cool. Good. Yes, before I watched Blade Runner 2049. <sighs> You're the best. Of course. Wow. That, that's it. That's it. That's our show. That's a great show. That's a great show. I had a great time today. It was long, but it was great. I'm all for the long ones. Okay. If they're for them, I'm for them. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. And that's a wrap. We will see you next week, most likely. Oh my god, for assuming sure. we don't get evacuated. Yeah, assuming we don't die. Mm-hmm, that too. Yeah, or evacuated. Mm-hmm. We're forced evacuated. That's what I'm saying. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yes, sir. Please follow our socials. Uh, we got Twitter. Twitter is at StrictlyCash. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is at StrictlyCasualPodcast. Yes. We'll be posting clips. Mm-hmm. We will be posting the good times, the thumbnails. Yep. Everything you would ever want. Uh, have a phenomenal day, everybody. Have a good one. Peace out. Oh, I wasn't in sync this time. Peace out.